Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzchak Shalom, and we're studying Sefer Eov together. And we're in the middle of Elihu's presentations to Eov. Um, and uh, after he talked directly to Eov in Perak Lamed Gimel, chapter 33, we'll now hear his presentation to the Chachamim, so supporting the contention that uh, I brought up two chapters ago that Elihu's presence is part of a larger presence around the three disputants and Eov. Paraklamadala chapter 34, Vayan Elihu Vayomar. Shimu Chachamim Milai. Wise men hear my words, Vyodim Ha'azinuli. And those who understand, listen to me. Ki Ozen Milin Tivchan. Listen how carefully this is crafted. The ear will distinguish words, Vechech Yit Amle Echol. And the palate will taste food, meaning just as the palate can, palate can taste if the food is good or not, the ears can distinguish whether or not the words are reasonable or not, are persuasive or not. And now, Mishpat Nivcharalanu, Matov. Let we will select the Mishpat, meaning the words that are correct and righteous and just. Matov. We will understand between us what is good. Ki Amar Eov Tzadakti. Well, let's start with this. Eov has said, and now Eov is in the third person, he's speaking of the Chachamim. Eov has said, I am innocent, I'm righteous. Ve'el Hesir Mishpati, a trope of Eov repeated several times. God has removed my Mishpat. Al Mishpati Achazev. Anush Chitzi Blifasha. And so Eov has said that I am disappointed, I'm let down because of my mishpat, I mean, there's no justice here, and <coughs> I have a mortal wound from my arrows, the arrows that Hashem is sending against me, without my having sinned. Now here Elihu takes a different approach than the disputants. The disputants have accused the overly being a sinner. <coughs> Elihu says, Mi gever ki Eov. Who is a man like Eov? But Yishtel Lag Kamayim. But he drinks shame like water. And the notion is there that there is sh- there are shameful words coming out of him, in spite of the fact that he is a great man. Arach means he has gone on the way, on the Orach, to a group of people who are sinners. And to walk with the doers of evil. Ki amar lo yiskon gaver. Because what is this statement that's so offensive to Elihu? He has said a man has nothing to gain. Birtsoto im Elohim. By being in God's favor. Because look what happens. And Yehov says, I'm a good guy. And look what's happened to me. Lachain anashe levav shimuli. Chalila el meresha. Vishadai me'avel. So he says, people of, of of heart, people of understanding, listen to me, and I'm contesting Eov's statement. God forbid to, that Eov would do that. God forbid that God would do wickedness, and that Shaddai would be a sinner or wrongdoer or a corrupter of justice. Kifol Adam Yishalimlo. Rather, the key here is rather, he repays man's actions pro- appropriately. Reward, punishment, and 
And the way of a man is what finds him. Whatever he and the man does, that's what's going to end up finding him as a reward or as a punishment. But indeed, God is not the one who is wicked. There's a repeating of that same notion. Shaddai does not corrupt the justice. Justice. No, who commanded God to make the world? Who put the world in its place? It's the Tanakh notion of the world sitting on its pillars. Think about this. God doesn't need to be Ma'avet Mishpat. God is the one who's in control. In Yasim Elav Libo, Ruchov Nishmato Elav Yasof. And this addresses another issue that Eov keeps bringing up, that God won't meet with me. God won't address me. God's hiding from me. He says, if God would actually face you, your spirit immediately would be gathered up to God. You would die. Ye Giva Kol all men of flesh would die together, and man would return to the primordial dust and earth from which he was taken. So he says, listen and understand. Lend your ears to the word, sounds of my, vo- of my words. If somebody hates justice, which you're claiming about God, Eov is claiming about God, you hate righteousness, Yachavosh, would you really become the leader? Vim Sadiq Kabir Tashia? And you would you re, and and would you regard uh, with the um, regard the great Sadiq as uh, as as being one who finds him wicked? Would you actually say to the king, you're a lowlife? Would you talk to Nadivim, to princes, and call them a rasha? But that's what you're doing to God. Here you have a king, and it seems to be borrowing from a, 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 a several adages that people would have about the proper way to speak to a king. If it's a righteous, righteous king, and Kavachomer with God, Asher lo nasa pnei sarim, who has never favored any of his ministers, v'lo nikar dal, and has not favored or recognized the wealthy man in front of the poor man, a real true judge, kim adav kulam, and why is that? Because they are all his creatures. And this is now mixing the metaphor with the, with the reality, or the borrowed adage from the reality. Because all of them are his, his create, creatures. The rich, the poor, the princes, the lowly ones. Now think about what happens. These great princes, these great rich people, in one minute they die. And in the middle of the night, suddenly everything is shaken up. You go ashu, kind of like a volcanic reaction. As the nation passes by, meaning the nation that becomes aware that the mighty man, the mighty prince, the mighty rich man has died, they're all shaken up. The asiru abir loviad, and and the the man has been taken away without a hand touching him. Why is that? Because God's eyes are on man's behavior, and God sees every one of man's steps. The essential principle of hashkacha pratit, of individual attention, which God pays to the individual, is presented in this parak. There is no darkness, there is no shade place. That sinners can hide there. They can't hide from God. 
He won't. He doesn't have to put an odd odd here being like a moed, like a set time. He doesn't have to make a set time to meet with man in court. Because and remember in the previous parak that 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 uh, Elihu maintained that God does speak to man in different ways, and man has to be attentive. But here, when it comes to the issue of mishpat, which is the focus of this parak, he says God doesn't need to set a date and a time to meet with him. Yaroa kabirim locheker. God treats the great mighty ones, the kabirim, badly and, and harshly. People who are mighty beyond understanding, beyond depth, and yet God attacks them. And then God puts other people in their place, great leaders who nobody can even plumb the depths of their greatness or of their power, and God takes them, and somebody else comes in their place. Why is this? Because God recognizes their actions. And suddenly becomes night, and they're gone. They're smashed. Tachet rishaim sfakam. Seems like the the in place in the spot of the rishaim is where they are slapped, or else sfakam means they're told enough. Bimkom roim. Right, that's where people see. Asher alkain sarumi acharav. That's why these now alkain here is actually mipne. It's not therefore, but it's the reason. This is it happens in Tanakh. Why did these great people suddenly die? Because they, they abandoned God. They did not think deeply about His ways. And what they did, with their bad behavior of abandoning God as leaders, is that they caused the cry of the poor man to come to God because they wouldn't listen to the poor man. And he would hear the cries of the impoverished one. And he is silent. And who is going to claim that he is the wrong one? And he hides his face and nobody can see him, whether on a nation or on an individual. That's how God takes care of the justice. And what does he do? To keep somebody who's a wicked man from being the ruler, who will be a mokesh la'am, who will be a trap for the people. To God, what you should say is, I bear my punishment. I'm not going to, to, to continue this bad way. And what I don't see about my own bad behavior, God, you teach me. If I've done sins, I'll stop. This is what you should say to God. You want God to, to come to, to you and, and have justice with you. If God actually appeared, you wouldn't be able to live. And God is speaking to you. But you have to understand that God afflicts people in order to teach them lessons and correct them. So what you have to do is come to God and say, I'm bearing my punishment and I will no longer sin and if there's some sin that I'm not familiar with you teach me about it you think God's going to pay you back because you've rejected his ways but you're going to pick it and now Veloani is like God speaking you're going to pick the way and not, not I you know how to speak and Shane Levav Yom Ruli. 
So a, he goes back to what he mentioned at the beginning and in the middle. Men of understanding, speak to me. A smart man, listen to me. Eov lo but Eov is not speaking with intelligence. Udvarav lo his words are not with thoughtfulness. Avi, it's like a call to him. Yibachen Eov let Eov's words be taken apart forever, examined forever. Al shuvot banshe aven, because these are the responses of sinners. Ki yosif al chatato pesha beinenu yispoke. He adds more sin to his chait. Whatever his chait originally was, he has more sin to it with his words. Benenu, he spoke. V'yerev amarav la'el. And his words against God are attacking words, are, are contentious words. And that's where Elihu ends this portion of, uh, of his presentation. We have, then have a relatively short paraclamid hey for the next podcast where we continue with Elihu's presentation. In the meantime, it should have a wonderful day.